The meat-eating Venus flytrap is native to only one place in the world. The state of North Carolina. This is Simple Joe for Saturday, November 20th, 2021. I always thought those Venus flytraps were cool. I remember seeing science specials on them and I thought they were always some exotic some kind of exotic plant from the Amazon or something like that. And no, they're really only found natively in North Carolina. <laughs> Have you ever seen those plants that they close up kind of like the that big plant in Little Shop of Horrors? You ever see Little Shop of Horrors with Rick Moranis or The Play or whatnot? It looks like a big old Venus flytrap. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I am so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. There are 56 days left until they reach one year of podcasting every single day. And that is the countdown. And you have been there with me the whole time. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And I hope you hang out with me for 56 more days. I don't know what's going to happen after one year. We'll see how that shakes out. But I'm committed to doing everything I possibly can to finish 365 days straight of podcasting every single day. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Concord, North Carolina. I don't know how far that is from the native place of, uh, from the native area of um, the Venus flytrap, but we're going to hear the weather in Concord, North Carolina. We're going to talk about something called Sniglets <laughs> and a comedian named Rich Hall who, uh, who came up with these Sniglets and much, much more. So for my friends in or near Concord, North Carolina, you're going to see a high today of 56 degrees and a low of 33 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, Sunday, it's going to be cloudy, but you're going to see 62 and 48 and 57 and 24 with partly sunny skies Monday. You know, as we go into next week, we're kind of planning for Thanksgiving. Many of us have Thursday and Friday off. I think I'm taking Thursday through Monday off. So I'm going to have a good long weekend. A lot of people take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, that long weekend. But I decided to tack on a Monday there and shorten up the next week as well. So I look forward to that. And it looks like at least Monday. For Concord, North Carolina, you're going to have some you're going to have some nice weather here in Cincinnati, Ohio. We're going to see a high of 54 degrees today, tomorrow, and low of 41. Uh, tomorrow, Sunday, a lot of rain, 48 and 24 for the high and low. And Monday, partly sunny skies with 36 and 21. So we got some cloud cover today and some rain tomorrow and Monday, 36 and 21. In 1866, Kennesaw Mountain Landis was born. He was the first commissioner of baseball, born in Millville, Ohio, died in 1944. Robert F. Kennedy was born today in 1925. He's former U.S. Attorney General. Of course, he was assassinated by, what was his name? Saran Saran? Was that, was that his name in 1968? 1942, President Joe Biden was born today. Norman Greenbaum was born today in 1942 as well. He uh, most most famous for Spirit in the Sky. Joe Walsh, singer, quirky singer uh, from the Eagles, and he had a great solo career as well, was born today in 1947. I love the song Life's Been Good and Rocky Mountain Way. Uh, I drove my Maserati. Let's see. My Maserati goes 185. I lost my license. Now I don't drive. That's great. I've been to parties sometimes until four. It's hard to leave when you can't find the door. 
<laughs> oh, funny lyrics. I like Joe Walsh. I like his music. 1956, Bo Derek was born, probably best known for her role in 10 with Dudley Moore. Funny movie. Bo Derek's breakout role. 1975, uh, Dirk Spentley was born today. Country, American country music singer, Dirk Spentley. Uh, 1975. Today in 1985, Windows 1.0 was released. And I don't know much about Windows 1.0. I think the the big one was 3.1 or 3.4 or something like that. That was the one that really was the breakout, the breakout Windows version, uh, breakout version of Windows. But Windows 1.1 was released today in 1985. Today is National Peanut Butter Fudge Day. You like peanut butter fudge? I do not. Uh, I will it, I will eat it if it's there and if there's nothing else available. But I'm not a fan of peanut butter fudge. I'm not a big fan of peanut butter and chocolate. I'm not a Reese Cups fan. Not a Buckeyes fan. Buckeyes like a Reese Cup here in a. It's called a Buckeye. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but looks like a looks like a Buckeye, but it's chocolate covered peanut butter is what it is. I'm not a fan of peanut butter and chocolate. I'm just not. I'll eat them. I'll eat a Reese Cups or Reese pieces when when I need to, but not not much of a fan. Today is National Child's Day. Okay. Whose child? Mine? Yours? Everybody's? Okay. Happy National Child's Day. If you if you have children, if you're around children, if you appreciate children, if um, you have nieces or nephews who are children, whatever it is, happy National Child's Day. Today is National Adoption Day. I'm a big fan of adoption. I think adoption would would solve a lot of problems. A lot of problems in our world today. Proper adoption, well-vetted parents who are who are financially, emotionally, and spiritually mature enough to raise a child and a child that they want, that they desire. Uh, I think it's probably way too hard to adopt a child in today's uh, in today's day, and I think uh, adoption, quite honestly, should be the option for many many things. So National Adoption Day. And today is National Absurdity Day. Don't be absurd. No, no, be absurd. Today is the, that's absurd to not be absurd. Today's the day to be absurd. Take this Saturday and find a way to be absurd and report right back to me. If you are absurd, if you are absurd today, <laughs> absurd, ah. if you celebrated National Absurdity Day today, let me know. Let me know how you celebrate it. National Absurdity Day today. Send me a text at 513-399-6468. That's 513-399-6468. And let me know how you celebrate it. National Absurdity Day today. You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned, it seems to me I have mentioned the word sniglet before on this show. If not, I've, I've always kind of thought it was a funny idea. Back in the 80s, uh, I think it was the 80s, a comedian by the name of Rich Hall, really funny guy on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, a lot, um, really funny guy. He came up with this idea of of a sniglet. And basically, a sniglet is a word that doesn't appear in the dictionary, but but should. And he wrote a few books and several books on, on sniglets and their definition. And gosh, are they funny? They are really funny. Uh, he did a he did a series on HBO called not necessarily the news in the um, I guess in the early 80 or early eighties to nineties, somewhere in that range. And during that time he compiled all of these sniglets and they were just, they're just really funny. Like I said, rich Hall is a funny guy. I, I think he's still alive now, but funny guy, funny comedian. 
uh, dry pan humor. Uh, and these sniglets are just hilarious. So I thought it'd be kind of lighthearted, fun thing to do to take a look at some sniglets as developed by comedian Rich Hall. Again, a sniglet is a word that doesn't appear in the dictionary to describe many things. It doesn't appear in the dictionary, but it certainly should. So here's the first one and I'll do the best I can to pronounce these. And I think there's what, there's probably 10 of these. Yeah, there's 10 of them. I'll try to keep my composure. Uh, here's the first, this is funny. Areopomics, Areopomics, A-E-R-O-P-A-L-M-I-C-S, Areopomics, the study of wind resistance conducted by holding a cupped hand, <laughs> a cupped hand out the car window. Who, who hasn't done that? Driving out the car window and, and seeing how the wind flops your hand around or see if you can resist it. Areopomics, the study of wind resistance conducted by holding a cupped hand out the car window. Uh, this is aquadextrous, aquadextrous, A-Q-U-A-D-E-X-T-R-O-U-X, aquadextrous, possessing the ability, to okay, possessing the ability to turn the bathtub faucet on and off with your toes. <laughs> I'm aquadextrous. Are you aquadextrous? Aquadextrous? I am. I'm aquadextrous <laughs> because I can, I can certainly do that. I don't like to take baths, but, uh, but when I do, I certainly possess the ability to turn <laughs> bathtub faucet on and off with my toes. I am very aquadextrous. <laughs> Brimplet. Brimplet. A frayed shoelace that must be moistened to pass through a shoe eyelet. A brimplet. <laughs> we've all done it, right? Or we've tried to make our fingers, you know, sweaty enough to kind of enroll that shoelace and roll that shoelace before we finally end up getting a pair of pliers to pull it through or our fingernails to pull it through. And we, we wetten it to, we moisten it to, to pass it through the eyelet. That little frayed shoelace, that's called a brimplet. <laughs> a zerblot brimplet is spelled b-r-i-m-p-l-e-t b-r-i-m-p-l-e-t by the way brimplet a zerblot <laughs> a zerblot god bless him god bless the zerblots the last kid picked up in any neighborhood sporting event <laughs> there's always that one straggling kid who the coach has to wait with or they're sitting at school waiting for their parents to pick them up and they're just kind of kicking the rock around <laughs> Nobody knows. Does mom and dad even love me? Uh, the last kid, a Zerblot, the last kid picked in any neighborhood sporting event. So next time you see a Zerblot, yell out the window, hello, Zerblot, you need help? A Zerblot. A FLIR, F-L-I-R-R, a FLIR is a photograph that features the camera's <laughs> A FLIR, a photograph that features the camera's operator. Excuse me, a flur, F-L-I-R-R, a photograph that features the camera operator's finger in the corner. <laughs> oh my gosh, you took another flur. You took another flur. Can you just learn to, I've done that even with a, even with a cell phone when the, when the, it all seems to be far enough away from the lens that you could never make it happen. Well, there's my finger sometimes. And I pride myself in being a pretty good picture taker, pretty good photographer. 
Uh, but that's a flur, a photograph that features the camera operator's finger in the corner. Sniglets. Love them. Uh, here's, let's see if I can do this. Perpetation. Perpetation. P-U-R-P-I-T-A-T-I-O-N. Perpetation. To perpetate. Perpetation. To take something off the grocery shelf, decide you don't want it, and then put it in a completely different section. <laughs> I perpetate it. I perpetate it. You know, I, I have that can of corn. I decided I don't want the can of corn. Now I'm by the breakfast cereal. I just stick it. I'll just stick it here next to Lucky Charms. I am committing perpetation. Perpetation. <laughs> We've all done it, right? Because we don't want to walk all the way back over to the canned goods and put it back. And then by, you know, you just, you don't have time for that. You got to check out, right? The best thing to do, really, instead of sticking it on the shelf next to the cereal where it doesn't belong, the worst part is when you have something cold, like, you know, you have a a package of chicken or hamburger. Now you got to take that back. You got to take you, you got to take that back. The best thing to do, you know, the best thing to do, just take it through line. Tell the tell the cashier you don't want it, and they'll put it in their super secret box, and the the fifteen year old will come and put it away, right? But if you do that, if you take something off the grocery shelf and decide you don't want it, and then you put it on a completely different shelf, you have perpetrated. Or you have you have um, committed perpetration. P u r p i t a t i o n. Fictate to fictate. F i c t a t e <laughs> to fictate to inform a television screen. Excuse me to inform a television or movie screen character of impending danger under the assumption they can hear you. Now, how many of us have done that? Don't go in there. God, don't go in there. Don't go in there. He's right behind you. He's right. He's right behind you. Turn around. Turn around. We've all, you know, he hates you. You know, he's going to break your heart. You know, he's just playing you. He's just, he's going to break your heart. You know it. I know it. Why are you going? Why are you going back on a date with him? That's to fictate, to inform a television or screen character of impending danger under the assumption that they can hear you. We've all been in movie theaters. I've done it in movie theaters. Uh, I remember being in, in the movie Rocky, the first Rocky movie when I was a youngster and people were screaming at the, uh, at the um, movie screen, cheering Rocky on. It was just, it was just phenomenal. I've been in lots of movies where you hear people yelling at the screen and I've been, I've been known to, to, to fictate a time or two myself. Have you ever fictated? I'll bet you have. Next one. L acceleration, L acceleration, E L L C E L L E R A T I O N, L acceleration. The mistaken belief that repeatedly pressing, yes, the mistaken belief that repeatedly pressing the elevator button will make it go faster. We've all L accelerated, right? We've all participated in L acceleration. We think that hitting the eight button will get us to the eighth floor faster. We hit, we feel that uh, the elevator will show up faster if we press it a number of times. In addition to that, if the, if the button is already lit, the down button's already lit and somebody's standing there because they press that button, we feel the need just to make sure they pressed it right in the correct number of times to walk up and press it a few more times ourselves. We just can't help ourselves, right? We can't help ourselves, but to L accelerate and participate in L acceleration. 
It's just a it's just a natural phenomenon that we just can't help. We we somehow believe it's everything's going to happen faster. That elevator is going to get to the floor fast floor faster. It's going to open up faster if we just press the buttons repeatedly. L acceleration. The next one, Lerplexed. L e r p l e x e d. Lerplexed. Unable. Excuse me. Yeah, Lerplexed. Unable to find the correct spelling for a word in the dictionary because you don't know how to spell it. <laughs> yes. Have you ever been there? Have you ever spelled a word that even spell check can't figure it out? You're like, what? why can you not figure it out? PH is obviously F, right? PH is ob- obviously F, right? Why can't you figure it out, spell check? Why can't I find it? Why can't I Google it? Oh, we've done. I've been there. I've been there. You've you've misspelled a word, and 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 it's it's misspelled so poorly that even spell check can't figure it out. And so you copy the word in Google, and even Google can't figure it out. You have lurplexed. You are lurplexed. We've all done it, right? Unless you're just a genius, and you probably are, right? So next time you lurplex or you've been lurplexed, let me know what the word, what the word is. Right. And this is the last one. Slack jam. <laughs> okay. Okay. Slack jam, slack jam, the condition of being trapped in one's own trousers while trying to pull them on without first removing your shoes. <laughs> Come on, you've done that. You know you've done that. I've done it. You know you've done that. You're trying to, for some reason, you're trying to take your jeans off without taking your shoes off first. Whatever the situation, maybe you've had a rough night out, or I don't know. You've just been there, right? I've been there. Slats, God's called a slack jam, right? The condition of being trapped and was trapped. <laughs> now your legs are flailing all over the place. You're stepping all over the the inside of your of your jeans and your now you're now you, you can't pull them on. You can't pull them off because you you've got them all wrinkled and the the pressure's holding the, the 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 shoes on. That's a slack jam. The condition of being trapped in one's own trousers while trying to pull them on with yeah while trying to pull them on without first removing your shoes. That's on or off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. On or off, right? We've all been there. We've tried to put our shoes. I don't know who would put their shoes on before putting them on, but we've all tried to take our pants off or our jeans off without taking the shoes off first and you get trapped. <laughs> That's called a slack jam, right? <laughs> God, I hope you're finding this as funny as I am because I just find that hilarious. The slack jam. I have a word for it now. Honey, I'm slack jammed. Can you help me? <laughs> Oh, let's wrap it up right there. You know, the reason I do this show is because I love talking to you every single day. It's the highlight of my day. And I don't know why, but these just caught me as funny. And I'm glad I shared them with you. Thank you so much, Rich Hall, for for creating Sniglets. It makes me want to go purchase some of these books, the Sniglets Slack Jam. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I do the show every single day because I love talking to you. I also do the show to become a better podcaster. Is that being a bad podcaster? When, when you're just, when you just let yourself laugh and you don't have professional control and you just, you let yourself giggle, right? Well, 
I'm guilty of being a bad podcaster then because I, I tend to do it more often than not. So there you go. You can help me become a better podcaster if you want, because I do the show to practice podcasting every single day as well. And I'm on 300 some odd episodes. I've got what, how many did I say in the very beginning of the show? I have, uh, where is it? 56 days, 56 days left until I hit one year. Awfully proud of that. And you've been right there with me and I've taken your tips and I've taken your kind critiques and I've taken your suggestions and your encouragements. And I really, really appreciate them. And you can continue to give them to me. I would love to hear from you. When I hear from you, it puts gas in my tank. It lets me know you're there. And I love, I love the listeners that come and give me feedback every week. And I see you, I recognize you, I hear you. We respond, we have text exchanges and it just means a lot to me. Thank you so much. So email me, Joe at the simple Joe.com. Or text me at 513-399-6468. Joe at thesimplejoe.com. Or text me at 513-399-6468. If you didn't catch all that, just look in today's show notes. It's right there. Remember, memories are better than stuff. It's Saturday. I hope you're well into your weekend. You're well into planning on planning on making great memories. I'm going tonight uh, to go see a pal of mine called uh, Rick Roberts. He's a comedian, Rick Roberts. And a funny clean comedian check out his stuff at uh, schooloflaughs.com go to youtube look up rick roberts uh, he just he just participated in a movie called mayberry man rick does a great a hilarious um impersonation of barney fife don knott's barney fife hilarious guy i'm going there we're going to dinner uh, at the uh at the incline house over on the west side of cincinnati we'll be there tomorrow night and uh, enjoy some pizza. And I know uh, Daniel Ginger, listener Daniel Ginger, uh, well, he, he made his way through here to Cincinnati and he stopped there as well. I, I've never been to the Incline House, but I've been to the restaurant right next to it. And it's a beautiful, beautiful view of Cincinnati from that area. So we'll go there first, then we'll head over to head over to see Rick perform with another comedian. That'll be fun. Date night with the wife, with the beautiful Karen. That will be a blast. So I'm going to make great memories. I'm going to be spending time with the people who I love and the people who love me. I hope you are too, because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Take care.